0: This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the Gospel according to the Bible and how we can put this into practice in daily life.
1: Welcome to the start of our Christmas celebrations here at Living the Gospel. I'm Eunice. And I'm Kathy and Eunice.
0: You may or may not know this about me, but. I love Christmas.
1: I love everything about Christmas. You love Christmas. You must be one of those that listen to Christmas music from like September. I have to limit myself. I really do. (laughs) Every year. What do you like best about Christmas
0: then? That is a hard question to answer. But to be honest, probably Christmas shopping. I love the whole experience. I love going out, buying presents, the whole like Christmas music playing in the stores while you shop and snow falling outside and then getting home and wrapping up the presents and i just love the
1: whole process
0: it's of buying cozy presents. it's very cozy yes.
1: guess what's my favorite part mm, i have pretty good guess um christmas cookies is my favorite part yeah that's what i would have said i love baking and eating and it's just a super special time of the year it is especially for us christians and it is the time where we remember one of the most important things that's ever happened on earth yeah And every once in a while we hear comments that,
0: oh, Christmas is actually a pagan tradition and these different traditions don't even have their roots in Christian things. And that's kind of true, I guess. But for us, we always celebrate Christmas as Christians because of what it has come to mean to us, which is that we celebrate that Jesus was born Mm -hmm. and what that means for us and the hope that that brought into our lives, that He was born, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's a good Good reason and a good time of year, anyway, where everyone thinks, especially about that, and yeah. you know about what Jesus did for us, how much He loved us, and just to reflect on that and reflect on actually also the responsibility we have of you know ones who have been saved by His precious blood. Mm-hmm.
0: And we think about that all year round, but I think it's it's special that we get this little extra drive now to remember
1: that and to and to be really thankful for it. And I think when we think about the whole Christmas story, it's hard to forget that the, it all begins um, with Mary, Jesus' mother.
0: Yeah, it does. And we actually have an article on Acts of Christianity called Mary, Truly She is Blessed Among Women. And we're going to listen to a reading of that article today. And the point that comes out most strongly about Mary in that article is her incredible faith in God.
1: Yeah, when the angel came to her and told her about this incredible role that she had been chosen for, she could very easily have been doubting or like, think, like, why me or yeah. who am I? Yeah. But she wasn't like that. What was actually written about her in that?
0: It actually is written that she said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And those are amazing words of faith and trust.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Mary must have been a very humble faithful, obedient girl in her little situations in her home or wherever she was. I think Mm -hmm. that otherwise God wouldn't have chosen her for that task. I think He must have noticed her mindset, you know, in her little place. And He must have picked her because He knew she would say yes. True. And I think of like the other heroes like David or Samuel, you know, um, they started when they were young being obedient and being faithful. Yeah. and. I, and that verse in the Second Chronicles 16.9 that says that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the earth to show Himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to Him. And think about that verse and I think about that. You know, God doesn't miss someone who's faithful. And if I'm faithful in my place and that I, I need to do, then I can be sure that God will give me strength to carry out what He wants me to do. Mm-hmm. And and that whole mindset about Mary, let it be to me according to your will, that's also that fateful mindset. Yeah.
0: I was just thinking about, um, actually, when Eve in the Garden of Eden, when, when the serpent tempted her to, to eat the fruit on the tree there that God had very clearly told them not to eat, right? Mm. But then Satan said to her, has God really said? And then with those words he got at her, you know? So, for me, in my situations, like, say, just as an example, God points out to me that I'm holding a grudge against someone and I need to give that up. Right. It's just a small example, a small thing. And then, for me, instead of immediately having that attitude, let it be to me according to your will… The, the the devil can come and he can he can plant these things in our ear, right? Mm, Did God really say this? Is yeah. it really like this? Does it really have to be this way? And it can sound so reasonable, but if instead I have that right from the beginning, when God points something out and He shows me something in me that needs to be overcome, that right from the beginning I can have that attitude, let it be to me according to your will. And then just as you said, God sees that, and He strengthens those whose hearts are holy for Him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then I can overcome that. I
1: was also thinking too, that whole mindset about let it be to me according to Your Word. I, I, in my daily situations, for example, also, sometimes God shows me part of my nature that I would rather have not seen, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. it's kind of ugly and for sure. not so nice, and you know, you have to overcome that because it is sometimes not so nice for the other people as well yeah, who are around. And then I, I think about this mindset, you know, God, you told me this, this is how I am. Yep, you are right. And let it be to me according yeah. to your word. It's, you know, I'm going to do something yeah. about this. I'm going to love the that. truth. I acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I believe that I also get the strength to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And then we can be, just, just like you said about
0: those other heroes of faith, like David and Samuel and so on, like, It started from when they were young, if they were faithful in the small things, and then they became these heroes of faith, right? Mm -hmm. So, I don't have to wait until there's some big situation where it's like a big, outward, obvious thing. But I can be faithful in these little moments in my life to have that mindset. Let it be to me according to your will. Like Jesus said, we know that Jesus said that in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but yours be done, Mm. And that's the attitude that I can have in my life. That's the faith
1: that I can have in my life, actually. Mm -hmm. So, let's take a listen to the article now. Mary, Truly She's Blessed Among Women.
0: Truly She is Blessed Among Women Written by Pat Fenn and Lydia Peng Most of us have heard the story of Jesus countless times. We've heard about how the angel Gabriel told Mary she would bring forth the Son of God into the world. We focus on how the Virgin Mary was chosen out from all the women in the world to be Jesus' mother. God chose her to bear His very own Son. This all sounds incredible. Take a step back though. This was over 2,000 years ago. How would an unexpected pregnancy have seemed before the story of Christ became known throughout history? Mary was a good girl and engaged to be married to a God-fearing and righteous man the likelihood was that people would have jumped to conclusions and assumed the worst. I can imagine the thoughts swirling through her head as the angel Gabriel stood before her. How would it look when Mary became pregnant long before she was wed? Joseph would surely be hurt and assume that she had been unfaithful, and this could have led to rejection, being shunned by loved ones, and likely even death by stoning. After all, who would believe that it was God who had done this miracle in her, with no witnesses to testify for Mary? She must have known that she could face great reproach and shame if she were to accept the task God asked her to take. And yet she responded with a simple and trusting, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Luke 1.38 Without hesitation, with complete trust in what God had planned for her life, she accepted both the blessing and the trials that were sure to come from doing as the angel told her she would. When God prompts me to do something, to be obedient to what I read in his word or points out something that should have been done differently, do I accept it willingly and graciously? Do I trust that he knows and plans all things, that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts? Even when it doesn't make sense, when the logical thing is not what God is telling me to do, what is my reaction then? It might be easier to do God's will when I know there is a blessing that will come with it. But what about when people will look at me in a funny way? When my family will disagree with me for doing as it's written. Or perhaps I'll get teased for being religious, shunned for discriminating against actions and behavior, despised for not accepting views and opinions made popular in today's society. What then? Do I think of the blessing when I know I'll be misunderstood or even despised and rejected by the world? Where is my trust and confidence then? Mary's love for her Lord God and her desire to be obedient to His word outweighed the cost of reproach and shame. She knew that she could be despised on earth in her time and still accepted God's plan for her. Truly, she is blessed among women. When I know there is a cost to pay, when God asks me to sacrifice my honour, my ego, my good name before people, and countless other things that He shows me for the sake of my own salvation, it is vital that I follow in Mary's example to present myself as a servant for God willing to do as he asks, no matter what the earthly consequences may be. Just think of the glorious results that came from Mary's simple obedience. God could bring forth His only begotten Son into the world so that we could receive everlasting life. Obedience is a precious thing to God that can have far-reaching and glorious results that we can't even dream of. God is a rich rewarder of those who serve Him.
1: So that's something to keep in mind in daily life, this at-your-word mindset. Yeah, to have that as our motto in life, mm-hmm. at-your-word. As you say, that's what I will do. Mm-hmm. So that's all we have for today. Next week, we're going to have another Christmas-related theme to talk about, and then you guys would be straight into the Christmas spirit. So we look forward to that. Yes,
0: we do. And we
1: love to hear from our listeners.
0: So if you are listening on iTunes... Um, feel free to leave us a rating and a review and let us know what you think about the podcast and how we can improve so happy december everyone enjoy the season
1: see you next time see you